What's up, Cowboy Nation? Really appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in, being part of this thing. Really do. Um, we're going to talk free agency. We're going to talk a little bit about money and, and the value of it and how the market value of something, you know, sometimes when you put your house out there on the market and they don't go the way you think it's going to go, then you have to come down on your pricing. Meaning that you may have a house that you put a quarter of a million out there, but remember this, the longer your house is out there on the market, the longer that value goes down. The more that the other houses surrounding that house sells at a certain rate, meaning that that would be close to the rate that your house is in. You can't put your house on the, on the market and it's a quarter of a million dollars and then you sit there and say, okay, I want that house to be sold that when everybody else's house has been sold at 150000 Now, you can get it appraised, you can get it reviewed, and they can say, okay, yes, your house is a quarter of a million. But however, the, the surrounding houses will pull that price down. So it's like a reverse effect with the uh, Earl Thomas situation. He put out there that he wanted anywhere from 14 to 15 million. Cowboys are willing. They already reported that they are willing to pay anywhere between eight and 10 million. Now, by Tashard Gibson being signed by the Texans just a few minutes ago, that was the last suitable place for Earl Thomas as it relates to locations and range and things of like that, right? And we already know that the other teams are like the, the, the Green Bay Packers. They went and got the, uh, the, the I guess his name was uh, Amos. They went and got him. Uh, these safeties coming off the board. The market has uh, changed in a sense, whereas Landon Collins, when the Redskins reached deep down in their pockets and they paid just too much money for that, <laughs> it blew and made the market crazy, right? Then people start valuing the age factor. So by the Redskins putting the poison out there of signing Landon Collins for that outlandish crazy deal, it messed up the market. <laughs> And then on top of that, you look at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, when they went and picked up the Honey Badger, it was over with from there. Nobody in their right mind was going to say, okay, I'm going to go out there and get Earl Thomas's of the world for 14, 15 million. When I trust my coaching staff, I trust my coaching staff to elevate these teams and, and make sure that they're getting the, the right players in those parameters. So that the market value for Earl Thomas may just been too high and he might have outpressed and he might have outspoken too quick now this thing is not over with remember i'm telling everybody that after the draft that's when all of the pricing comes down for a free agency look some of the better teams right now are not making moves in free agency just the bottom line like the teams that pretty much you can look at the uh the new england patriots they're letting players go <laughs> so <clears throat> the thing is the thing is, all together, is all we got to do now is sit back. Let's go through this drafting process, and it's all win-win for us. Those teams that went and, and picked up these uh, safeties, nine times out of ten, they're not going to draft a safety in the draft. That means that that player, the Taylor Raps of the world, the Jonathan Abrams, the Thornhills, they get pushed a little bit back and back and back and backer. <laughs> it gives us a better chance to uh, for us to pick up those particular players. Shout out to you, Boomer Sooner. Appreciate you for tuning in. Italian Cowboys. Yes, Abrams. Yeah, Supercharged. Appreciate you, man. Uh, so this is the thing. How we can look at this as a beneficial piece 
you still may can get Earl Thomas if if pride don't come in the way and you say, well, you know what, I fold up like a wallet, I would go ahead and retire. If not, then the value itself, I love the market value because the market always would speak for itself. Last night um, on the Discord, we was talking about um, uh, the, the, the salary cap, the salary cap era. Look, to me personally, the owners are very clever with this, saying that, okay, we can't afford to pay players or the smaller markets will engulf and, and be uh, horrible and there won't be uh, competition across the board. They have this notion that it will go back to the 60s and the 70s and the 80s as far as revenue, as far as the NFL. And I, and I have a different opinion. I have a different view of everything. All of these owners are billionaires. <laughs> They're not millionaires. These are billionaires. <laughs> they have the money to pay players. But what they do is they circumvent it with the salary cap, meaning that they put it at 188 million that all all 30 all, all the 32 teams got 38 188 million dollars. The problem is with that is that when you have 188 million dollars and all of the collective owners are billionaires, they have more of the shoe in the race. Because what happened here is you get other teams that will set the market that have nothing but 188 million, although cap spaces across the board. Now I know a lot of people would not understand this, but the problem is, is that now you can su suffice of having a player not being able to make the amount of money that he should be able to make. For example, D-Law. We already know that we think that 141 million is too much money to pay a person. Of course, 90 million guaranteed, that's too much money. But if you take away the salary cap, they, I guarantee you, Jerry Jones will figure out a way to put that money in, in his hands. But the problem is you got only $188 million to spend. So the issue is, is that these teams, these owners knowing that. So I don't, I don't want to hear people talking about, hey man, the Cleveland Browns wouldn't be able to exist in, in this modern day time, or the Saints wouldn't be able to exist a lot. Because before the after the 90s, we have TV ad revenue, we have jersey sales, we have the Nike and Adidas, we have all of these sponsorships that didn't exist in the 80s, didn't exist in the 70s. So there are ways to, for these teams to get paid. But that's a story of a different day. I will break that down in another factor. But these owners are figuring a way to manipulate this money and not paying players the amount of money that they deserve. And they, and they go back and say, well, it's the salary cap. Texas signed to Sean Gibson. Yes, that's good for us, DJ Mail. Appreciate you for the donation to help grow the nation. That's what I was talking about. By by Tayshawn Gibson signing for the Texans, that that eliminates the only other spot that will be a safe haven for Earl Thomas to go. But we'll see how this thing rock and roll all the way out to the end. Um, um, the uh, San Francisco 49ers already mentioned that they are out of the Earl Thomas sweepstakes. There's only one other team that would fit for Earl Thomas, and I don't think that he would go up there, and that's the Denver uh, Broncos. I could be wrong, but remember, remember, money speaks volumes. <laughs> so, to me personally, to me, um, Dallas Cowboys may be possible with eight to ten million, unless. Unless the New Orleans Saints say, you know what, give us Earl. We got we're gonna take one shot at it. 
give us a, an Earl Thomas and, and let's see if we can help out our back end of the defense. The other thing too is I, I like to bring this up. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs, the reason why they went and picked up a, a, a quote unquote uh, honey badger. Remember this Cowboy Nation, Kansas City Chiefs was like top three, top four in sacks overall. I think they had 59, close to 60 sacks. But the overall ranking defense was like 30, 31. So let me know who you guys feel that's more valuable, defensive edge rushing or safety. Remember, I'm gonna say this again. Kansas City Chiefs, they was like number top three, top four in sacks collectively. Blitzing, coming off the edge, creating pressure. Overall, the defense, it was top, bottom half of the league, number 29 or 30, something like that. This is a pass-happy league. I understand that we need players to get out to the quarterback. Yes, we can get that. But also, we need somebody that can take the ball away and challenge these passes that's been thrown down the field. Think about that, Cowboy Nation. So we don't want to just leave, lead the league in uh, sacks. We want to be able to get the ball in the hands, back in the hands of the offense, taking the ball away, turnovers, takeaways. Uh, he played 19 games out of 24. They're talking about Earl Thomas. Um, I, I feel you what you're saying with that, but <clears throat> at the end of the day, we need turnovers, takeaways, and there's a conundrum, there's two sides of this. As much as these uh, guys going out there picking up these veteran safeties out here, it's always a sweetener knowing that those when, when those guys get around towards the draft, that we can pretty much pick up somebody in the draft opposed to you know getting one of these veteran safeties at 114 11 12 13 million <clears throat> we gave up Tony Romo 108 million <laughs> who does that right here say we gave Romo all that money Rodney <laughs> yeah no not even before yeah I feel what you're saying ET never plays a full season but I feel you law we need the ball back to the offense yeah Hey, I like like I said, I like the Thornhill what he said. He was saying that uh, he was able to. He's a ball hawk. He liked to fly to the ball. He liked to get the ball back to the offense. I like that. I like that mentality. I love the Jonathan Jonathan Abrams kid, uh, the Taylor Raps of the world. So we got some chances. And uh, uh, what's that guy from uh, Florida, Chauncey? like his skill set as well that's been my time guys i really appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in to the nation don't forget to hit that like button share this content let people know where they can go to listen in to the information for the nation i will say this too don't forget guys don't forget this draft process is right around the corner our off season is a long 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 process so for those who have thoughts of what their team is going to be now it's understandable <laughs> but the real deal situation would be during this offseason how players gel together and how they can pick up system the system that Chris Richard is implementing so that, that's another thing too and far as the uh, quote unquote D-Law situation all we gotta do is just sit back and watch <laughs> just sit back and watch don't rush it <laughs> you can't rush perfection right that's been my time I really thank you all for yours and remember you're listening to nothing but the best salute I'm out. Peace. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go.